Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how I could be wrong. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today I'm going to tell you why I could be wrong. I don't think it will shock too many of you when I admit there there are times, I try to keep them few and far between, but there are times when I get it wrong. Most of the time, that's okay. We can all be wrong about a few things. Some people like Pepsi over Coke and Android over Apple. And although I know they are wrong, they're going to survive. But sometimes we are wrong about things that are a lot more important than our preferred soda pop. And that's difficult to reckon with when we're talking about ideas that have consequences, matters of life and death. When it comes to our faith, we have a lot resting on what we believe. Hebrews 11 tells us that faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. That's what God commends. And so we should have no doubt. We should be confident about the trust we put in God. We hold firmly to the truth. And we should because the consequences are dire if we don't. And the reward is incomprehensible if we do. We should be confident and assured about our faith. That's clear. God doesn't need wish-washy worshipers. But how do we reconcile that with the reality that we are imperfect and fallible? God is simultaneously calling us to become confident warriors and humble servants. And while we may understand that in theory, in practice, it can be hard to bring those two together. There's a stock answer to this problem that we've heard and even given here on the podcast before. If we study the word of God about Christ, then we will know the truth and that truth will set us free. And immediately, that answer eliminates a lot of anxiety I had about some of the things I could be wrong about. Because the word of God never addresses the Coke versus Pepsi controversy, I may pick the wrong one, I may pick the wrong soda, but it doesn't have any real consequence. As long as I rely on Jesus as the source of truth, I am free. I don't have to worry about having the wrong opinion about anything from petty matters all the way up to worldly politics because whether I'm right or wrong, all those things are temporary. They're going to fade away. But what happens when I'm wrong about something that has eternal significance? What happens if I'm wrong about what the word of God says? We look around and we see people who supposedly are using the same book to guide their faith, but they understand what it means to be a follower of Christ very differently. Many people seem to approach the Bible honestly and with the right motivations, and they still interpret it differently. I need to wrap my mind around the reality that when it comes to our faith, there is one truth. And people have come up with all sorts of incorrect interpretations of that one truth. And my interpretation may not always be the correct one. We're told that the Bible is presented to us plainly. It's not like the the Declaration of Independence where there's an invisible map written on the back of it, right? God isn't hiding anything from us. He's not holding back necessary information. He gave us his word in a way that we can understand. But the Bible also gives us a number of reasons why we misunderstand that plainly stated word of God. First is obviously sin. 
First Corinthians chapter four, verse two, Paul tells us we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. If we are comfortable living lives of sin, if we allow the, the God of this age, meaning Satan, to be our master, then we can start to find loopholes in God's word or, or shortcuts or just ignore it altogether pretty easily. I, I think Paul was addressing those who live general lifestyles of sinfulness, pagans and others, but the effect of sin on our ability to discern right from wrong applies to those who are otherwise striving for righteousness too. Take, for instance, our pattern of worship. We know we are to worship God in spirit and in truth. And God's word describes worship that is acceptable to God. Now, imagine that someone makes a comment that a group of believers is failing in their duty to follow that biblical model, which is disobedience to God, that's sin. Of course, in a vacuum, we would just search the scriptures. And if we see that we were in fact in error, we would admit we were wrong and reverse course. But outside of the vacuum, we begin to see the sunken costs of sin very quickly. We have buildings that are designed for specific purposes. And if one of those purposes is later questioned, the investment in the building makes it difficult to change direction. And even if finances are of no consequence, and they shouldn't be in these cases, but too often they are, we can also see the sunken emotional costs of sinful practices that have occurred for long enough. This is how it's always been, been done. And if we reevaluate now, then we have to admit that some of those before us who earned our respect got it wrong. We are averse to change and we have a motivation to avoid it or slow it because of our emotional or financial attachments to things. But we serve a God of change. He's a God who says he can transform our lives, but we must be willing to admit that we were and sometimes are wrong and be ready to repent. Second, we also misunderstand the plainly stated word of God, even when we are actively seeking to avoid sin because of our youth. It is difficult to understand eternal truths when we have such a limited taste of eternity. And the arrogance of our youth sometimes leads us to not see the truth as fully as we could. Ephesians 4 tells us that we are in a constant state of maturing and that God gave us the apostles and prophets and evangelists, pastors and teachers to help us. And that means we are striving to understand more of God's will and act on that increasing understanding every day we live. The natural implication of that process is that some of the things we believed before or did before we're wrong. And also some of the things we believe now or are doing now may be wrong or incomplete. We are constantly striving to serve God more fully, and we can't let the pride of our youth slow us down from that. Third, we also misunderstand the plainly stated word of God because of our experience. Most of us eventually trade in the pride of our youth for the pride of our old age. We get set in our ways. We get comfortable with how things have been. And when God challenges us to change, we resist. 
So much of Jesus' ministry was countering this tendency. As he went from town to town, he kept meeting people who were so proud of their traditions and their customs and just their way of doing things that when the Son of God himself commanded them to leave that all behind to serve God more fully, they hatefully killed him. Godly maturity must be built on humility. Otherwise, it's going to lead to the same fate as those Pharisees and teachers of the law. There's other reasons why we sometimes misunderstand God's word. But I think at least one of of those three, sin, youth, or, or experience, is usually involved. And all three can be summed up in the sin of pride. We become proud of our lives, even if parts of them are sinful. We become proud in our youth. We think we know it all. And we become proud in our old age. And we think back instead of looking forward. Pride is what keeps us from opening up the Word of God every day and letting the Spirit challenge us. Pride is what makes us turn to the book to affirm what we already believe instead of turning to it to determine what we should believe. If the cause is pride, the solution is humility. We are wrong sometimes, and the only solution is to admit it, to turn to the one who is never wrong and rely on him to increase our wisdom each day. Open up your Bible, put aside your presuppositions and your opinions, and let the Spirit transform you today. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.